this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's a Bayou Switcheroo. It's chocolate and peanut butter. It's a single crawfish looking for love. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology TV show, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you, I'm Matt Noss, with me are my two favorite people in the whole wide world, Jen Hansen and Matt Rowe! How are you guys doing this fine evening? This fine evening, I am doing very well. Maddie? Great. I love it. I love it, because tonight, we have right next to me it's a special app a special app <laughs> in the making already you know him from his many appearances on matters so much so that he's the third members of the matters crew <laughs> you know him as the captain on flight 1977 nonstop. you know him from his own podcast five o'clock in the morning you know him from go comedy's dragon army you know him from the all-star showdown i know him as a friend of mine please welcome eric hanky wow. hey guys ow i'm ow. so happy to be here thanks thanks for having me this is a long time coming yeah eric. it is we have uh, we have tempted you to join us on the dark side <laughs> for so long. You really have, and and I'm pretty sure every time that I couldn't make it, it was don't stop asking me because I really <laughs> wanted to do it. And, now uh, that you've watched an episode, is it like I'm good. stop asking I'm good. me? Yeah. yeah, yep. Well, no. we we had to do it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I I, uh, this, I I don't know how this works. But We're gonna go. This right. was fun. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> okay, go right. It? We're, yep, that's yeah. it. All right, we'll see, see you later. <laughs> All right, well, let's, I guess we do the rest of the show now. Uh, maybe that was the end of the episode. Well, <laughs> see you later, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> From di- daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, we have a few questions we ask everybody who's a okay. guest on this show. How familiar are you with seminal 80s horror anthology television show? Tales from the Dark Side. Well, I have three friends that do a podcast about it. <laughs> uh, so there's that. I lived through the 80s. Um, so I, I might have seen that it might have run on, what, Channel 50 or 20, 20. or some yep. shit? Yep. Okay. Um, but no, I don't recall ever catching it. Um, it probably would have been when I was in high school, middle school, high school. So... What? Well, not for you. I'm 44, Matt Rose. Yeah, but it's still... It, it, the... This episode aired in 1987. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would be, yeah, probably my freshman year of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm old. I'm oh. old AF. You're only three years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> you are old AF. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, arguing, I'm not arguing that part. Just <laughs> and all of our joints turned to dust. <laughs> Jen just coughed a cobweb. Oh, did I do that? <laughs> oh, Urkel, get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I remember Ew. seeing that when I was in high school, Matt Rose, because <laughs> it was 1987. Was that? I feel like Family Matters was in the 90s. It was, it was, it I thought it was late 80s. Late early 80s, 90s. early 90s. It went for a really yeah, long it was on for time, a while. though. That was uh, the one with John Stamos and. Uh, 
<laughs> yep. That's exactly it. The, sure the was. twin girls and and yep. Balky. That they, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost ship that came in the night. <laughs> Did you watch any other uh, horror anthology like Twilight Zone or or The Outer Limits or something like that? Um, I think I caught uh, as much Twilight Zone as I could have when it was popular in reruns, probably mid '80s or so. But okay. it was probably more walking in my on my dad watching it. You know? Oh those... God, that's so embarrassing! <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, you know any uh, hints at the Twilight Zone on uh, my several rides on the Tower of Terror mm. in uh, oh, Hollywood Studios, Universal and... Studios. No, not you know, the Disney one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that's probably about it. Okay. How do you feel about like horror horror in general? Um. As an adult, I haven't consumed as much of it as I did when I was a kid. I I enjoyed horror films. I eventually like I was I was a I was afraid of them, just like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. But I found that if I got through it, I enjoyed it just like just like a roller coaster. Yeah, right, right. right. To where I would usually, when I'm terrified, I would laugh just like on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, after watching this episode, I I didn't laugh. Uh, because I wasn't terrified at any point. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but uh, it was a, it was it was actually enjoyable. I, I enjoyed yeah, the, the episode. Yeah, you got a good one, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna go in and do the first thing that we do, which is based on title alone, we guess what this episode was about. Today's episode was called "The Swap," and who wants to go first? Uh, I'll start. The Swap. You got your peanut butter in my satanic ritual. You got your satanic ritual in my peanut butter. <laughs> two great tastes that taste like eternal damnation for two local teens with a Ouija board. <laughs> I, I want to see that episode. Yeah. <laughs> you got one, Maddie? Oh, God. Yeah. The swap. Klaus von Fluoride always has the biggest <laughs> table. <laughs> Klaus von Fluoride. You can't just you can't just say that like you're gonna keep saying stuff. <laughs> we gotta we gotta chew on Klaus von Fluoride for a minute. All right, go ahead. The swap. Klaus von Fluoride always has the biggest table at the swap meet, but he has, but has he finally met his match with a swamp thing? Nice. <laughs> Ooh, Eric, do you have one? I do. I just want to uh, preface this. I asked you today through text uh, where you watch it because I thought about maybe watching it first. I did not watch it first. Okay. But this is how close I got. Wow. Um, a backwoods Cajun struggles with the social disgrace that comes with his inability to deal with the nasal congestion he experiences while consuming jambalaya in the swap. Wow. wow. That, was that was wicked close. That Damn, was a bro. lot closer than mine. Here's mine. <clears throat> The swap. Kissing cousins Roy and Laura can't stop swapping spit. (laughs) Their parents call Reverend M. Pence to convert their love into repression. (laughs) It fails and everyone dies, except bad ideas. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. none of those were 100% correct. Jen, hit us up with the sweet deeds. Here are some sweet deeds about the swap. Uh, This is season three, episode 20. My God. Wow. Episode 20. We are are jamming, gentlemen. Yeah, two more. Before we... Two more before Transmissionies. Did we just have... And the glamour? The glitz and the glamour of the Transmissionies? Oof. Ugh. 
Uh, this episode aired March 3rd, 1987. It was directed by John Drury. He directed two episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. And it was written by Richard Benner, who wrote two episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. We will see this pair work again together in season four's Payment Overdue. Um, Richard Benner, uh, a lot of the people involved in this episode were also pretty big in New York theater. <laughs> and uh, Richard Benner. Uh, Benner and uh, Bubba, uh, who was played by Charles Ludlam, um, both died from uh, complications of AIDS, but did a lot of uh, like interesting alternative theater uh, at the time and did a lot of uh, Charles Ludlam did a lot of, you know, weird outsider gender bendery kind of cool oh, wow. stuff. Yeah. And uh, some stuff that now I want to go look up and watch. Um, Bubba was played by Charles Ludlam. Uh, he was a playwright. He was founder of New York's Ridiculous Theater Company. He was the winner of six Obie Awards and a Drama Desk Award. Uh, he's most famous for, um, uh, for The Mystery of Irma Vep, uh, in which two actors manage a variety of quick change techniques to play seven roles in a send-up of gothic horror novels. I for sure want to check that out now. Uh, he was inducted uh, posthumously into the American Theater Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Maria Manucci, or Maria Manucci, played Annabelle. Uh, this is her only IMDb credit. She is now a licensed real estate broker in New York City, which is where I found that picture. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, uh, James Wilczek played Claude. He was in Steel Magnolias. He was on Jag, and he had a recurring role as Trent in Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh wow! It's me, Trent. Trent Ranger. <laughs> Trent Texas Ranger. Just you gotta go. No, but I'm Trent Ranger. That's T my real name, yeah. honest to God. Let me in. Timothy Jenkins played uh, the judge. He was in Bonfire of the Vanities. He was from Detroit. He uh, was in the same um, acting circle as uh, Richard Benner and Charles Ludlam and uh, did some interesting pro projects. Um, uh, Richard Benner, who wrote this, also wrote um, a movie called Outrageous, which is the story, a comedy. Uh, it's the story of a female impersonator and a pregnant schizophrenic living as roommates. Which also sounds great. <laughs> wow. I have a lot of TV watching to do. Guys, man lives. In the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, the unseen by most, an underworld. A place that's just as real. Oh, but get this, Eric. It's not as it's brightly lit. lit. It's a dark side. It's a dark it's side. A dark it's side. a real it's a dark when side. When you think about it. Okay. Yeah. The door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> and we are welcome to A Man in a Dress? Yes. Is it the Yes. Is yes. it Bubba? It is it is Bubba. It is a a framed photo of quote unquote mama, a black and white photo of, of Mama, but it's just him in drag. It's just Charles Ludlam in drag. Yep. Perfect. This is another classic tales uh, beginning, meaning to say that is cuckoo. We have man in dress, check. Frog in cage, check. 
Bayou voiceover, we are off to the races. (laughs) (laughs) Rambling Cajun voiceover. Check. Talking about soul switching. Yeah, Mama, I can't tell you. Yeah, had this one. Ooh, I almost got that brew just brewed up with the good in it. Yeah, Cajun. Thank you, President Carter. Um, so Bubba is mumbling about a spell he's doing. I thought for his mama, uh, but he was he was trying to test it. He was trying to get the he was trying to talk the frog and the cockatiel into switching, switching souls. souls. <laughs> right, it, soul switching. Yeah, I got that. Like most of it was unintelligible. It, it really know, was, except for Mama Brew. Soul switch. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, all right. Uh, we found, we discovered that his mama was the greatest conjure woman in Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana. Not <laughs> Um, he his wife comes in. So before his wife comes in, yes. air quotes wife. Air quotes wife. Yeah. We see him. Oh, we didn't describe his look. Right. What did he look like to you? He, He, go ahead. He looked like Dan Aykroyd from Nothing But Trouble. Oh. Oh, that's great. I was going to describe him as uh, Chet after he gets turned into poop in Weird Science. Nice. (laughs) Eric, what did he look like to you? A little like that. And he looked like the, uh, I can't recall the, um, there was a guy on Glee who played the father of uh, one of, Nobody watched Glee in here, did they? No. I watched uh, the first season. He was also the... He was on some sitcom, too. Shit. I should have pulled it up. Anyways, he looks like some character actor dude that's been on a lot of sitcoms okay. and, and such. Oh, lately. I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm sure everybody... No, no, he was... No, I know. I, I, The dad on Glee. Yeah, he was like the, the plumber or whatever, and he, and he yeah, beat yeah, yeah. the one guy up when he called his son like a name or something. There you go. Yep, yeah, yeah, I remember him. Him and across with Chet from... Okay. He yeah, definitely, I thought the same thing when I was watching it, but I couldn't remember where I knew the guy yeah. from. I think he looked, and I wrote this name down, Abriel Vagoda. <laughs> 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 he, like yep. he looks like Clint Howard's wingman. Yep. He, oh, that's nice. great. He just, he looks a little like Clint Howard and Abe Vagoda in, yeah. a, in a stew pot. Yep. I can't wait to hear what you guys thought of what the judge looked like, but let's move oh. on. Oh, oh, I've nailed it, gentlemen. I yeah. don't know. Uh, we'll, well, well, you just take a big sip of water when I tell you. Um, <laughs> he is, he, he, he's like a toad. Like, he's got all yeah, these, like, lumps and, yeah. and he's covered in nodules bumps and, and, and yeah, these warts. nodes. I, when, when we first saw the hand... I thought he was a monster. I, I thought that he was an old witch, and I wrote down super old witch. I thought and so, And then too. I saw his face, mm-hmm. and I was just like, no, just a dude with jacked up skin. But Yeah, because the picture gives you modern times, but the way that they... I thought he was in a cloak. I was mm-hmm. like, well, oh. And like, didn't, didn't you see like bubbling... Well, you saw his... You yeah, saw he was... There's a cauldron-esque mm-hmm. thing yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. His feet looked weathered and disgusting. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it definitely gave me a wizard magician vibe. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. it's like, nope, just a really, a real mess of a man. Yeah, yeah. And now in walks his wife, uh, who is 
like 1980s Lana Turner by way of Scott Thompson when he was playing a secretary. By way of Molly Ringwald. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and my thought is, how did this couple meet? Well, okay. Um, he's rich. And, and she's poor as shit. Yeah, she she was poor as shit. All right. Um, and it's, I don't really think it's that important, but I wanted to bring it up anyway. Uh, his family had money because his mother was the only one who found the oil out in the swamps. Probably mm. through yeah. magic, right? Oh, absolutely. Through, right. through some or conjuring. Through hokum. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Through hokum. That's what they'll have you believe. And and this woman gives probably one of my favorite line reads in the series so she far. Gave a, she gave a couple real good line reads. But this line read that she gives near the end of their exchange of, ain't nothing worse than being poor in a poor swamp town. Yes. <laughs> She's not wrong. So that's how I imagine they met is because he's a creep. They're in a small swamp town. Yep. He's rich. And her parents were like, "We're gonna arrange this marriage." Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that her parents needed to arrange anything. I think she wanted out, and she saw him as the way to do it. He's Quasimodo, but not with a, yeah, but any redeeming with a qualities. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention that. Uh, uh, Bubba is also wearing a blue robe with a dragon yeah. scarf. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice the dragon scarf. Yeah. yeah, he has like a cream scarf on that has dragons in like the most stereotypical Asian superstore kind of okay. way. Mm. I was like, what is it with this show and dragons? Think, yeah. Do you think he stayed oh. at the St. George? <laughs> he probably stayed at the St. George. <laughs> or um, what is that? Um, what is that company that you can buy? Just Oriental Trading Company. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you can buy like a katana or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, katana or, and hard quotes. Yeah. <laughs> One metric ton of kazoos. <laughs> so Bubba wants Bubba wants to quote unquote play house all the time. He just wants to continually bang we get a lot of exposition about their relationship right now which is when i wrote down uh the alternate title of cat on a hot tin poop i i wrote down the gross menagerie oh nice (laughs) i had uh the cajun cock oh great oh that's excellent (laughs) oh no i i don't i didn't put down a name for an episode but i did write down part-time crawfish (laughs) so There, he says in this exchange, so Bubba and Annabelle are talking, and Annabelle is trying to like butter him up for something, but I don't exactly know what it is. She wanted to go out. Okay, yeah, she wanted to she go. She wanted to go out, and he didn't, and he's and he started to talk about how um, you want to go out into town with that, uh, oh God, what did he call him? Bohunk? So, yeah, something along <laughs> those lines. Um and she she didn't even really deny it. She was just like, I just want to go out. Why won't you go out? Let's go out. Like, have you seen the guy? I know why he doesn't want to go out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They they absolutely both fully understand that this is a marriage of convenience. Yes. And that he's married to her to use her as a punch board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and <laughs> she's married to him because when he dies, she gets everything. She gets everything. Ah, uh, gross, gross, yeah. gross, gross. But he also explains, and I, if I already mentioned this, I'm sorry, but his mama was a conjure woman. Yes. Oh yeah, the she best, was the finest the, conjure finest, woman. Yeah. in Louisiana. And they're known for the conjuring women. Yes. Right. Well, that's where they're all from. Mm. Uh, Eric, do you know any conjure women? Um, I don't think I do. Um, if I did, I'm sure that they may have uh, performed hokum on me. Okay. Bamboo. Right. You, so to speak. Yeah. So I, I don't think I. Yeah. Would once know. you get flim flammed mm-hmm. by a conjure woman, <laughs> they're gonna make you forget. Yeah. You know, it's it's the gypsy's nicety. Yeah. Like, they're going to get everything, but you're not going to remember. And this is when we meet, what was the guy's name? Claude. 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 Okay, I, I've just been calling him Johnny Blue Jeans. <laughs> That's a great name for him because those Levi's go all, all the, the way, way up, up to yeah. a woman's natural waist. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was one point, actually, you said Johnny uh, Levi's. I was thinking Johnny Castle and Penny Johnson from uh, from Dirty Dancing, like they were. The, oh yeah, they were kind of expelled from the cast, you know, early on in, in yeah. Dirty Dancing, and and got nudged into this. Yes, uh, so she she kind of had that. Um, what Cynthia Rose Rhodes, Cynthia Rhodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She played the the blonde and yeah, yeah, got in trouble. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Dirty Dancing right now. Oh, we always talk about Dirty Dancing on this show. <laughs> this is the show where we talk about seminal 80s horror anthology tales from the dark side and Dirty Dancing. And Dirty Dancing. <laughs> well, it's because we had the great Eric, Jerry Orbach yes. in the last... Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that right? Last, yeah, he was in an episode a couple episodes ago. Wow. Did Blue I miss chips. an Orbach? Oh, no, I, no, no, I watched here, an Orbach. Here, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the Jerry Orbach of oh, information? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oof. 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 Oof, indeed. Oof. He's ready to do a medical procedure on a woman at a camp with a bag. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's safe. That's sterile as fuck. Uh, and they have a conversation. So Johnny Blue Jeans is saying something to uh, Honey Baby about how, hey, let's get some cheap wine and get a cheap hotel and have some cheap fun. Yeah. Nothing better than cheap fun. But he says this in front of a mirror. That has two of the weirdest statues yes! I've ever seen in my life. It is a boy and girl revolutionary French. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I have no idea. That's how you know he had millions. Yeah. That, <laughs> yes, exactly. That the, Bubba had millions. The perfect sign of 80s opulent, opulence yes. is shitty ceramic statues. That whole set. <laughs> Oh, yeah. was bananas. Was beautifully weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was Louisiana Millions. That was yeah. uh Yeah. Honestly, this is one of the best looking shows start to finish. Yeah. That we've had in a long time because we talked about it at length on the last episode. Did it did it just look bad? That every episode seems the quality of everything just seems to be like shittier and shittier. <laughs> Like the grain, everything about yeah. it. But like this episode, huge step up in production. Hmm. Everything was filmed well. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of like small reveals that happen later. Yeah. In quick cuts. Yes. That aren't like, what? It's like, oh, shit, that's happening. 
I have a lot of good things to making. Filmmaker. I have a lot of yeah. good things about them doing actual television. <laughs> hey guys, way to go. So they're they're having that conversation of like, um, look, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bubba comes out of the back. Where them guts? <laughs> Let me get in them guts. He uh-huh. wants to playhouse and he says come wife yes yeah i wrote down come wife (laughs) (laughs) so um jen not to put you on the spot but if uh ted were to say come wife yeah to you seriously How how well would that go? Well, I would uh, I would laugh first. I, I would I would have a hearty chuckle. <laughs> um, does Ted is Ted covered in warts and sores in this scenario? <laughs> uh, Eric, Matt, judgment. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no. Okay, yeah, no, it's just beautiful Ted. All right, just just sweet Ted. Um, I'm I'm gonna go because it's probably gonna be somewhere. Ted could never say it seriously in a million years. <laughs> he would do it like Quasimodo style, and it would be amusing. And say, oh no! And then now you're in the secret bedroom of the Hansons. <laughs> play. You fall through the floor. <laughs> I just wanted you to come to this new trap door I made. <laughs> Uh, so they go upstairs to Playhouse as Johnny Blue Jeans, the handyman, sits forlornly at the bottom of the stairs. Cuckolded. Cuckolded yeah. as, as heck. Act break. That's an act break. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Mmm, chocolate. Mmm, peanut butter. Hey, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. You got butter. peanut butter on my chocolate. What? Oh. Delicious. Two great tastes that taste great together. Reese's peanut butter cups, real milk chocolate, delicious peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter cups. And Reese's crunchy peanut butter cups topped with chopped peanuts. And we're back. I forgot about those. I rem- I, now that I, I, I remember the crunchy ones. Well, I remember... The crunchy ones. I remember. I remember not that particular commercial. Mm-hmm. I remember the kids' commercials. Yes, where they were like at camp or baseball, and like one kid is sliding into third, yeah. eating a chocolate bar <laughs> or some shit. We gotta, guys. Look, I gotta get out of this room. All right, we gotta come up with five more ways that somebody can knock into somebody else, and peanut butter and chocolate connect can connect. Come on, people, go, go, go. Um, uh, uh, two trucks run into each other. One is a chocolate truck. One's a peanut butter truck. One, beautiful. I love it. Uh, it's a baseball game, and the kid in the outfield is eating a chocolate bar, and the kid running has a jar of peanut butter. Sure, kids do weird shit. All right, two. Kid's got a stutter. Another kid, he comes up. He, he wants to bully him, right? So he punches him in his peanut butter face with a chocolate bar. Oh, I love it. Oh, that kid's got to learn. That's three. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two guys are skydiving. <laughs> And uh, I don't even need to hear more. That's four. 
The guy's walking down the street like Saturday Night Fever. And this girl's walking down the street like Saturday Lady Fever. Oh. They get to a corner and kablam. I love it. Chocolate bowling ball. Peanut butter pins. <laughs> We're going to make a million dollars. A guy is trying to do that peanut butter thing with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> But his wife comes in eating a chocolate bar and trips. <laughs> a guy made of chocolate is depressed because he's made of chocolate and decides to end it all and loads a gun with peanut butter bullets. As he shoots himself in the head, he realizes... His, his last words were, boy, that's delicious. <laughs> a man who can only crap peanut butter... Meets a man who can only pee chocolate. <laughs> they only have one toilet, and they both need to go at the same time. <laughs> okay, bocce ball. One ball is chocolate. <laughs> one is pee. It's kind of a runner. It's kind of a runner. <laughs> Cricket. All the wickets are peanut butter, but the ball's a big ball of chocolate. Okay, it's a middle school dance, and they can't get too close to each other, so to keep them separated, the teacher puts peanut butter all over the girls and hangs a chocolate bar from each boy. But then when they dance, they get smushed together. And the, and the first, <laughs> their first idea to get out is, let's eat our way out. And then they have gunnilingus. <laughs> yeah, but we filmed that later. That's later. This is only a 30-second spot. Oh, yeah. After this commercial, these guys go... Oh, there's... We are on a straight train to fuck town. Right. Absolutely. Hey, do you want to go to that bar? uh... Oh, the one in your pants? Let's go. Yeah, I have a bar. I have another chocolate bar somewhere, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Oh, I do have some peanut butter on me. It's a Zagna. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Going from crunchy to creamy right now. <laughs> I almost didn't say it, but then I was like, no, I have to say no. it. No. Yeah. I must. I must. But thou must. <laughs> oh. Uh, we did not discuss in the first act the, um, the subtle Bayou music that is playing... <laughs> Throughout this episode, <laughs> that an eagle-eared listener might <laughs> might spot. Oh, um, <laughs> no, might as well have just had a full Zydeco band yes, next to you. Yeah, thousand percent. The LSU fight song. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> right a, out of nowhere, yeah. Seemed a little bit overwrought. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were in we were in Zataran's territory. <laughs> yeah. Lady Zataran was waiting to pop up. Yeah. But we get to see Claude and them buns. And he is in the laboratory. Yes. Slash dining room. Yeah. I guess they're calling yeah, it different things. I don't know. But I'm sorry, can we swear on this podcast? Yes. No. How dare you? The classic ask of any <laughs> guest on a podcast. Uh, yeah, so he's rummaging through the voodoo office bureau, I guess. 
Well, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that just in case the audience wasn't able to put it together for themselves, he said, huh, poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skull and crossbones. Thanks, thanks Claude. Skull and I had crossbones no should have been everywhere on yeah. every bottle. I'm pretty sure Claude does all of his reading out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds it yeah, out. That kind of, yeah. Well, that's because those pants are squeezing all the blood <laughs> to his head. Uh, what word now? Oh, boys, it good. No eat. It's like he wandered in out of like a soap opera. From uh, yeah, some Santa Barbara soap opera. He's got like flowy hair Mm -hmm. and uh, he's a feller. He is he is a bohunk, and he has those buns. He does have dem buns. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) put some hot dogs in. Um, Dem dem buns in my mouth. Mama likey. <laughs> I'm so your warm. your face your face says it all right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get the buns for mama. You <laughs> gonna put some relish on them buns? <laughs> A crawfish for mama. <laughs> So apparently, apparently Claude sleeps at the foot of the stairs like a dog. What the hell? Well, I think he was. I didn't. He have like a tool belt on or something? Wasn't he working? God knows what he was working on. He was fixing the stairs. Yeah, I. Well, and so she comes down, and they start talking, and <laughs> what? No, I just, he saw the oh, thing about what oh. ends up happening. Oh. <laughs> he saw the same episode we did. <laughs> <laughs> laughing about it. Um, so they start kissing, and he starts talking about how he he thinks that he might leave. Like, he might go to Tennessee or Kentucky. He's going to take his Chevy to the levee, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just for a moment talk about how Annabelle enters the shot? Of course. Fondling the banister. Because she comes in like, Bubba ain't much, but he lays the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> she, she comes you out. You know what they say about a man with lumpy <laughs> hobbit feet? He knows how to play house. Oh, he knows how to play house. <laughs> he he really found the illness. <laughs> Matt is so disappointed. I got it. I got it. He's got a dick like the worst pickle in the jar. <laughs> Just fat and baldness. <laughs> and, and really curved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a scythe. <laughs> It's got that little stem hanging off the end. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's my pee hole. <laughs> Please don't swear on this podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so um, she's talking to Johnny Blue Jeans about, um, uh, but you and I can be together with his money as soon as he dies. And she's trying to convince him to stick around. And so I think that's when they start to kiss, Dry right? Hump. Yes. Well, potato, potato. Um, and I, I have to admit that I would not really envy Claude and his sloppy seconds at that point. Yeah. Because right. it, it would have been Bubba. Oh, God. No yeah. thanks, Yeah, man. Molly Russell's wart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Molly, Molly. <laughs> Molly, Molly, um, But so when they're kissing, that is when Bubba um, catches so them. They even are though this sloppy. Was, yeah. yeah, they're straight yeah, up. This on, was, this they're was, on the steps. Yeah, yeah, but this was not a well-kept secret. He already knew. I mean, granted, you know, even if it's an open secret, secret is yeah. one of those two words. <laughs> right. True enough. You yeah. make an attempt. Yeah. <laughs> Throw one of those painter's tarps over you or something. <laughs> Do one of these things where you're like, you can't see us. <laughs> and Bubba comes down and says, oh, little wife getting handy with the handyman. Time for the judge. I did not know if the judge was his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of wondered myself. Yeah. This is a heavy sexual episode. Yeah. Really, really was. I was really surprised. I was super surprised that, like, they were not overt. Yeah. Like, the, he's playing house. She's in fairly skimpy clothing yeah. the mm-hmm. whole time. They're getting down on the stairs. But I do love this moment. Where Bubba walks by them and goes, pardon moi. Yes, that was great. Yeah. Ooh, French. <laughs> Ooh, ba- by you. I, I, I loved this episode. I loved, uh, I loved him in this episode. I loved uh, the actor playing Bubba. I, I thought everybody was great. This is like a very on-the-nose John Waters is what I, mm. I wrote down. I, it's got that very weirdo feel to it. I figured that that was one of the reasons why you liked the mm-hmm. episode so much is because... It, it was like John Waters doing, you know, a Tennessee Williams yeah. play, right? Yeah, for sure. What time of day did this run? This uh, was 11, 11, 11.30. Oh, okay. On a Saturday night. All right. All right. They plot. They, this is when they start to plot to kill Bubba. This is the dumbest murder plot yep. probably of all time. They're like, he's got all them poisons. Poisons will kill you. We could try to make it look like an accident. When he has a stomach full of poison. <laughs> <laughs> not not the best laid plan, but uh, it's the plan of idiots. Yeah. You know, I I thought it was fine. I I thought in execution, we'll get to it, but in execution, in execution, there it, was surprise. We'll, we'll get to, yeah, yeah we'll get to how that. they pulled it off. I, I think that their, their plan of poisoning him wasn't bad. I just think that you're, you, you really hit the nail on the head. The execution fell far short of the, of the plan. Cause the way they set it up, it kind of seemed like, I think one of them yeah. said, we just have to get him to drink. The poison, which to me sounds like we need to yeah, set trick. up a dinner, yeah, trick yeah. him right, into right, right, right. ingesting yeah. the poison. Also, it's 
I can't imagine a coroner would look at Bubba and say, gee, how did he die? (laughs) (laughs) How did this walking turd (laughs) not make it? Boy, the guy who's still festering in front of me. How did he shuffle loose of this mortal coil? Uh, All right, and now we cut to... Here come the judge, and it's time oh, to play. God. Describe that judge. All right. Well, I I think I have the most obvious. Okay. That he's he's by you, Garrison Keeler. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Mine was Stephen King as Colonel Sanders. Oh, that's great. That's great. Did you have a description of him? I don't think I did. Okay. There's just some other character actor dude that. That I thought it was, but it wasn't. So it was just like a, a low rent version of of that guy. Uh, I said he was like Louis Anderson ate Harry Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I got a strong Louis Anderson vibe from him. <laughs> totally. But with the like his hair and hat and everything, yep, I yep. also got a Harry Anderson. Absolutely. His first line is perfect. Mm-hmm. He he threes companies himself like Mr. <laughs> Furley into this bitch. He opens that door and he's like, caught you, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. It's so great. Caught you, diddy. Din- yeah. Diddy. Diddy. Uh, so the judges here, we learn, because there's some sort of... Clause. Right. They, they have the will, and we find out that the will will always give the money to Annabelle upon death. Mm-hmm. But when Annabelle is caught with infidelity, mm-hmm. uh, Bubba gets to add another little wrinkle into the will. This was a weird will. Mm. It was. But worked well for the (laughs) parameters of the television show. So I guess I'll suspend a little disbelief. Uh, So uh, uh, the judge goes in to see Bubba and uh, they're having a little chat about uh, transmogrification of the spirit and how he can't, Bubba can't figure out the last ingredient because someone has spilled Kahlua on the book at some point, I guess. Uh, and uh, and there's only uh, like one letter of the word. And it's a letter. So here's here's my question. So he knows that the letter E is the only letter. And that, it's seven letters. And it's how does he know it's seven letters? Yeah. It's not a fucking Scrabble board. Yeah. It's not a crossword. Right. Uh, maybe he can just see seven shapes, and he interprets that as seven letters. Okay. I'll accept that. All right. I'll go with it. But I was really kind of taken out of the magic, but I was- Yeah, it was a little weird. But I was like, all right. I was so delighted I was willing to forgive pretty much anything with this episode. Um, So he and the judge- do a little uh a little deal making. Yep. Judge leaves. When do we have the act break? Uh the act break uh after this Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, it, after the poorly executed yes. plan. Okay. Comes to yeah. Perfect. Because when the judge leaves, he gets out of that dining room 
And he looks like he's just dressed himself quickly after a quick eat. <laughs> he really <laughs> That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, like I think I think part of his shirt was untucked yeah. and stuff. Like it it's it's real porno shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He and he's like he's delighted yes. that the, about this little clause. He can't control his laughter. He's like, who do who? We got you. He's, he's <laughs> boss hogging it. Yeah. Well, no, that would have been Roscoe. Ro- Roscoe he's yeah, Roscoe in it. Good, good, good. <laughs> we got you. You even, don't even know what you dumb dumbs. Uh, and now. Uh, Come on, Flash. Let's go. <laughs> Cooter, get out of here. <laughs> and now, uh, now Bubba is ready to uh, to. Tap that ass again. <laughs> it's time to play house. Yeah. But this time, Annabelle seems a lot less apprehensive about playing house. She jumps on him. Yeah, she. Yeah. so she sort of uh, tackles him down to the settee. And she's like, it's go time. Mm-hmm. And then um, Claude comes in. Yeah. And... <laughs> Bubba's all. Handyman gonna watch. <laughs> gonna take pictures. Dirty pictures. Dirty move. Yeah. Well, gonna rub one out in the corner. <laughs> gonna cover yourself in eleven herbs and spices and get in my mouth. Is it is it like when a guy is doing the peanut butter trick with a dog? <laughs> A woman comes in with a chocolate mouth. <laughs> a chocolate mouth? Yeah, she a mouth. She a mouthful of chocolate. <laughs> and she falls on the, the peanut butter covered penis. Is it the thing? <laughs> Is it the thing where you let a dog get real hungry and then you only feed him peanut butter for six weeks and then? <laughs> I don't know where it's going, guys. I don't even know where it's going. And then a woman walks in with a chocolate mouth. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting a blowjob from a dog. The dog poops peanut butter and she picks it up with a chocolate baggie. <laughs> All I'm saying is that it's it's a troublesome relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so, Claude handcuffs Bubba to the fainting couch. Bubba's still into it. And oh, yeah, and freaky he, stuff. And yeah, he he said, and it, when he said it, it reminded me of the uh, Clive Clemens inappropriate moment. Inappropriate. Uh, because he handcuffs him to the couch, and if I was Bubba, and I did not already figure things out, I would have probably been like, oh, shit. This is bad for me. Uh, but instead, he goes, kinky. <laughs> no. Yeah, he is like, oh, yeah, no, I love <laughs> this. <laughs> if you mean getting murdered, yes. Very kinky. <laughs> then then uh, Claude is like, oh, I got, I got the hemlock. I've been reading your poison book. I know it was about poisons because it said poison, poison on it. So <laughs> it took me four hours to get the word hemlock, but I got 
Hemlock, it's a poison. Ooh, I'm going to grab this funnel. This enormous funnel. funnel. And yeah. this is some straight up porno shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where they where they shove the um the thing down his mouth and then yeah. pour all the... Which I don't think they did. I think they used forced perspective. But or or the uh, the funnel was just the, closed. The funnel, the funnel was closed, and they were pouring it behind. Ah, there you go. Or it was grape juice. I don't know. You know and he could really it. drink grape juice fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, but it, again, porno shit and awesome. Yeah. Really, really worked. Yeah, very creepy. Yeah, it worked for me. Again, not the most subtle. Uh, of no. you know, most poisonings involve uh, a capsule being mixed into a snifter of brandy and and not dumping a fucking gallon milk jug. Yeah. Of, of poison and yeah. I feel like that it. might yeah. be too much hemlock. Yeah. What cor- <laughs> Like you, you already have to Jen's point. The coroner is going to look at him and be like, "He just died from being him." <laughs> <laughs> he looks like. But he then, looks like a decorative gourd. <laughs> <laughs> and the award for best analogy. <laughs> uh, this moment where they, they dump the hemlock in there would not... Like, there isn't, there isn't one single autopsy where they would be like, he had a gallon of hemlock in his stomach. <laughs> Seems self-induced. <laughs> he must have thought he was drinking a gallon of grape juice. <laughs> that old thing. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So he dies. Yeah. But... Uh-huh. Is that an uh, act? And that's, that's an act, act break. That's the act break. He, he is uh, dead. They, they refer to it as a mercy killing. Yes, and then they start making out over his corpse while the funnel's still in him. Classy. There's, there's another porno for you. Yeah. yeah while the funnel's still in him. We don't, we don't <laughs> know if that funnel is done yet. That's true. That's all I'm yeah. saying. All right, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. This is just a flat old tater chip. It's just flat. It's just tater. It's just an old chip, but not this is a new Cajun spice ruffle potato chip. Look at them ridges full of cayenne pepper, onion, garlic, paprika. Whoo, this is Cajun spice. Ain't nothing flat about it. Hmm. Try new Cajun spice ruffles brand potato chips with a feisty, spicy bite in every crunch. It's the new taste that won't leave you <laughs> flat. Oh boy, they want them without guarantee. Yeah, I need a kid to crack catfish right by the foot. I caught my foot. You caught a, you caught a crawfish by the Cat, foot. Catfish. You 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 caught a catfish by the foot. Yeah, it's bottom gill. I call it the foot. Oh, the bottom gill. You call it the foot. Yeah, that's the foot of a fish. Okay, um, I'm gonna stop you right there. Why? Um, we no longer want to subscribe to the paper. But here's the thing. You were still getting it. <laughs> really? My, my husband and I, we're not reading it, so... That's a shame, because there's a lot of good articles in there. Most of them buy the cook of a boil a crawfish and get a craw daddy in your mouth. Wait, the articles are by a crawfish? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this paper for crawfish by crawfish? Dear, dear, if for everybody. I mean, open your mind a little bit. You ever read an article by crawfish? <laughs> uh, uh- 
I guess I haven't. I Damn, what have you been wasting all your money for for the last five years? Well, that's kind of why we want to cancel it. Yeah. Don't cancel it. You are my only customers. Are you putting this out yourself? Yeah, I got an uh, OK Data printer. <laughs> are, are you Are, are you, you a crawfish? crawfish? <laughs> oh, my God, get Jesus off the Christ. porch. I will never find love. <laughs> And scene. <laughs> and we're back. Dear Todd, dear, dear, oh, no. Why do I have to die here in this bayou? Where, uh, look. Are you okay, Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he thought uh, of something else. Oh, <laughs> he's just thinking about that crawfish. <laughs> That poor crawfish. You immediately went from whatever you were doing to I (laughs) His only reason for putting out this crawfish paper was to have a personal ad in it just for him. Bro, like crawfish changed accent and everything. Crawfish seeking crawfish. <laughs> For life. Race unimportant. <laughs> C for C. Oh, oh my God. But who did he think was going to see it if he only had one customer? <laughs> who were not crawfish. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. I put my head back on so I look less disturbing. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm glad I delighted you, Matt. (sighs) And we're back. Okay. All right. All right. So now Annabelle and Claude are dragging the turd-like corpse (laughs) of... uh, A Bubba. A Bubba across the room. Yep. And... um. Guess what, guys? What's that? Bubba ain't dead. <laughs> Bubba reanimates. <laughs> reanimates for long enough to to twitch, to slap Claude, and then this... to act like he got tased. <laughs> so confusing. This was brilliant. You were conf- you were confused. I was baffled. What happened? What did you see? I saw him come to for a second, grab uh, Claude. Claude, I don't know, kind of by the head, kind of throw him <laughs> against a cabinet or something. He bumps desk, his head, I falls think. down, and then and then Bubba falls on top of him, and that's it. So, well, I don't want to spoil the next part, but oh, do it! It's okay. all you. Yeah. So, so obviously, what's coming up is that they switch. Uh, they they do the old Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if somehow him coming back and making the physical contact with Claude. Yeah, this is my this is my writer's room complaint about the episode. Is how did this happen? Is that yeah. this part made no sense? Uh ish. Well, yeah. no, because of the it was because of the hemlock. The hemlock was the last ingredient. Yes, yeah. we get that part. Yeah. <clears throat> but at the same time. I guess he wasn't dead. But why wouldn't Claude be in him? 
Why wasn't it? Tr- why wasn't it a true Freaky Friday? Well, if it was a Freaky Friday, um, uh, uh, Claude, Claude, maybe Claude was in him, but the body was dead. I got the motive, yeah. which is murder, and the body, which is dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that Jen's right. I think that when they swapped was Shit, you're right when he died. Yeah. You're and also so, right. Because he even said later that Claude's soul was so far away, he'd never be able to find his way back. Yes. He's, they set up early that the bird and the frog were going to switch it. Mm-hmm. But when he was talking to the judge, he did say, it's a way for me to dupe somebody out of their own body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. So I think it. I think it was cleared up. But I was kind of with you, like... Why wouldn't it just be a straight up swap? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got we got a little ahead of ourselves. You know, because the episode is called the swap. <laughs> I just assumed it was the exchange of fluids between <laughs> Claude and and Sweet Annabelle <laughs> between yeah. a guy who's been feeding a dog peanut butter <laughs> and a woman uh. with a chocolate mouth. <laughs> I made a mess. <laughs> I'll never find love. <laughs> um. So now we cut to two weeks later, and, and she's meeting with the judge again. Yes. And the judge is like, "Sign here, sign here," and she's like, "Is the money mine yet? Is the money mine yet? <laughs> mine, 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 money, mine, mine." I'm rich, socially secure. Yes. <laughs> And he's like, but there is one more thing. There's the Santa Claus. <laughs> so this is when um, Judge Jean-Baptiste tells her that the clause is that she has to get married to one Claude, whatever his name is. Um, in order to in stay the next human? Month, Come on. <laughs> in the next month to retain all the money. Um. And so she's like, okay, no, sure. And the, ju- and the judge the is saying the that it's because uh, uh, Bubba just wanted her to be happy, and he, and he really knew, did know that. Yeah, he knew how much she liked him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so she goes straight to Claude's place, where I don't know what he's like wearing like cabana wear or something. He's wearing yeah. cabana wear. He has basically potholders taped to his hands <laughs> because when he hit his head, he got lobster claws. Why are well, his I hands think, I think maybe I think maybe he fell on his hands when or chemical when... burns from all of them potions. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I guess. <laughs> um, but so they start talking, and she tells him the the clause is that you know they're gonna have to get married, uh, and to which I swear. He, he was just shy, shy of saying no fooling, um, and so and yippy and clicking his heels. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they start to make their plans for getting married, and uh, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Here's where my. This is so off topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. We were talking earlier about <laughs> about the um, the Madison Heights Facebook group, <laughs> which is where I live. Okay. And how useless the uh, the posts are. 
and Are you one go with the sub. One of them was, um, uh, sorry to be a pig, but I've had the flu, and I'm just wondering if anybody knows if the McDonald's has the Cadbury cream egg McFlurries. <laughs> and then I thought about, I bet, I, went, I bet when Bubba comes. Oh, God. The inside of the Cadbury cream egg filling. I'm so sorry. That just popped in my head while you were talking. Well, the like the, the cream eggs from when we were a kid? Yeah. Are or, they different now? Oh, yeah. They changed. They're totally different. They're a lot runnier now. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're the one who did this. Yeah, sorry. You made your bed. Now you have to lie. Now I have to lie in my egg. <laughs> Anyway, really glad I got that out, guys. Sorry. <laughs> so who did anybody answer? No. <laughs> I don't think anybody did answer. Oh, kind of poor no now. Yeah. Well, we'll check back after the episode. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so they make their plans and then it um the the judge marries them. It's a cut about to. the cut Napoleonic to. code. Yeah, so this is weird. The, I I kind of uh, this is the wrinkle and if they're married in Louisiana, they have to abide by the state laws for marriage, mm-hmm. which is everybody owns everything of everybody else's. Yeah. Which makes... No, no. It was it was whatever is the wife is the husband's and whatever is the husband's the wife. Right. That is weird. Just sounded like blending of assets to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It sounded like they got married without a prenup is what it sounded like right. to me. But, you know, whatever. Right. So... All right, we're gonna cut up. We're gonna cut a little bit forward because now they're back in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he, and the judge is laughing his head off about. He's this. basically yeah. whistling the Andy Griffith show yes. as he's walking <laughs> out. Too, he's like, "Well, you guys have fun. I'm going to Lake Wobegon. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy whatever happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you all got of chocolate a, on your mouth. Then all of a sudden, he's got. Claude has uh, Claude removes his head bandage, and he has a wart. Oh, don't worry about that. It's nothing. That's just how wounds oh, that's heal. Just, yeah, that's sometimes. just how band. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes bandages rub against the skin or Eric, some. Is such thing. that how w- wounds heal? I, well, the man is a judge, so he clearly <laughs> went to <laughs> some sort of university, maybe a college or something, and. Uh, Eric's right. Yeah. Louisiana judge, MD. Dear, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, your head, are you all warty, perfect healed. My head is warty and perfect killed? <laughs> perfectly healed. Oh, perfectly healed. Yeah, I, that is not what I heard, but uh, there's, I'm not a judge. There's so. just a large lump on it, doctor. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, no, just the healing juice. <laughs> this, this, the, this, this, is, he- what is, yeah. this is just peanut butter. Yeah, rub it in. Rub it in the womb. I don't, I don't like where this is. Why going. does that woman have a chocolate mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're a crawfish. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, God. <laughs> the crawfish uh, sounded suspiciously like Skeletor. <laughs> what is it, Beast Man? I'm a crawfish. <laughs> scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. Um, take time to have buckets. Oh, oh, take time to have buckets of fucking is basically what the judge <laughs> says when he leaves. 
Yeah, take time to enjoy buckets of each other, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, it. We got yeah. it. Thanks. Like, what's in it for the judge at this point? I, I assume he's getting kickbacks from Bubba. Tons of kickbacks from Bubba, yeah. yeah. And he just hates good-looking people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and he just loves a good joke. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a funny joke. I love a crack-up. <laughs> I love a spoof and a goof. I love a yeah, I love a hee haw. I love a ha ha. I love a knee slapper. I love a, a thigh ringer. I like a deli dinger. I like a jaw flapper. I like a I like a zinger. I like a, a Dolly Madison hooga. I enjoy a, I enjoy a hot kettle of woo. I enjoy a pig snout of respiratory illness. I enjoy a whale regret. <laughs> I enjoy a cutty sow. We can do this all, all night. night. <laughs> uh, let's finish the episode. Um, they go to do it in the dining room slash laboratory. Laboratory. Well, what was the laboratory? Now it just looks like a sad office mm-hmm. that they refer to as the dining room. <laughs> There's no I mean, dining table when you have a small house. Right. You, some rooms take, have to do double duty. Right. The guy it's had a multi- millions, and he had a multi-purpose I mean, we only room. we only saw like three rooms and a staircase. Right. What must have been a house? fraction of this house? Yeah, we can only assume he could just be really frugal. He, well, he could be. That's how you get your millions. You got to keep them. That's right. Uh, and she sees the lump on his head, and she's kind of skeeved out by it. But they're gonna they're gonna do it anyway. And then they start to make out because he wanted to do it in the office. Yes. And for a second, I literally expected him to grab her boob with his giant claw hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, "Oh, well, let's let's take your bandages off." Yeah, and I'm she all takes healed it off. Up. Yeah. And then he's just got a gross, you know, wizard hand. And um, she freaks out, and that's when the reveal, you know, the Scooby Doo reveal happens, and he starts talking about how, oh, it's it's Bubba, I fooled you guys into murdering me, and then it basically just turns into a rapey ending. I wrote, yeah. "Let's play house for the rest of your life." Rapey, <laughs> gross. But. As as Matt, as you were saying, it is very like EC Comics. Yeah, this this really made me think of Tales of the Crypt or, or yeah. Haunt of Fear and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Absolutely, I wasn't like, I mean, I recognized it a lot more now, but I think they could have, like, she screams. I think is at mm-hmm. one point. I think they could have done a pull out and the door closed. Yeah. And you knew mm-hmm. and you already knew what was going to happen rather than him on top of her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's a uh, that was a little much. It worked. Yeah. But I was like that yeah. that was a little much. I I think yeah. I mean it's it, I I think that it's kind of hard to say it's a little much when it was this episode. True. And it it really was so over the top like you know, you could say that about 15 different things in this episode. There were right. a lot of things that just kind of contributed to the that nature for this episode. And it truly was a horrifying ending. Yes. Well, I mean, it yeah, was, it was, sure. it, it was, a, it was a very uncomfortable. Right. Ending. Like a true, like, this is a horror style mm-hmm. ending. Yep. I wasn't yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, 
Yeah. But I was like, yep, that totally. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't correct. Totally correct. It wasn't like the social climber where we almost threw stuff at the TV. Yeah. See, I felt I felt that tone, but I also had in the back of my mind, well, you could just you know divorce him and get half of. But the money. So she's the shackles. She, you see, Eric, she feels you did not pinned grow down up. by the money. Yeah, you didn't true. grow up in a poor swamp town. That's you true. don't know. That's true. But the other thing is, nobody just had wetlands. <laughs> that judge knows all the judges. Yeah. Oh, mm. that's right. Oh, that's a good point. Judge Jean Baptiste, <laughs> stay human. Stay human, my friends. All right, and that's the episode. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's go to the writer's room really quick. Uh, is there anything you would have changed about this episode? Uh, not for me. I thought it was really fun. I, I thought that um, aside from maybe fine-tuning a little bit of stuff um, where you clarify the swap a little more, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't really think there was a whole lot that you could change that wouldn't alter the the theme of the episode right like it had a real solid feel as one type of episode and if you were to start tweaking with things you're gonna kind of mess that up Mm -hmm. i have i have an idea does anybody else have any other eric you got anything i was just gonna say yeah the the clarification of of how the 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 switch would happen would have helped but i can't help but think that maybe it it was lost in some of the the Cajun mumbling kind of thing, so yeah. maybe mm-hmm. just subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, nope. Here's mine. They go back into the the den office dining room. The shackles are still there. He puts her in the shackles, like, oh, let's play a game. Mm. He puts her in the shackles, and then. They're kissing, and then he comes up, and he's got all the warts. Oh, mm. yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, and then good. she's like, oh, what the hell? What's going on? And then he grabs the book, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's a funny thing about then he could give that exposition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that'd that's, be good. Yeah, that's and, good. That's good. And then he could go to the door, and it could be like that thing of he, ta- he monologues mm-hmm. basically what's happening, and then he's like, so we're just going to play house forever yeah and door closes door closes oh, yeah credits over yeah. the closed yeah that's door. great Ooh. i like that i like that nailed it's it good. Good. for like a that. second though i when you when you said the handcuff bit and you said and he goes and gets i really thought you were gonna say a jar of peanut butter <laughs> 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 no i was actually doing the writing part yeah. no that, that, i like your ending that's a good ending um um give us a scale jen yeah how many scale of one to ten how many jars of peanut butter would you give this episode for myself uh, yep. okay um well in comparison to all the other episodes i've seen mm-hmm. i'd give it a um no i'd give it a seven okay that's pretty, pretty good solid seven honestly i'm at a nine right now wow. oh wow wow yeah i'm at a nine uh, you know what i'm gonna bump mine up to a nine too I was at an eight and a half. I'm I'm bumping to a nine. Um, I am going to stay at a seven and a half. I I liked the episode. Um. I I think that. Well, maybe seven and a half isn't fair. Maybe I'll give it an eight. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll yeah. give it an eight because it, it was it was a good episode, 
it was kind of bananas at times, um, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't Dream Girl. It wasn't a lot of the dreck that we've had to sift our way through. Yeah, absolutely. This was on par with Parlor Floorfront and other like really solid episodes. I had fun watching this. I had fun yeah. watching it. I knew what was going to happen, and mm-hmm. I was still yeah fine with it. I was yeah. still delighted with yep, it. Yep, yep. Uh, I thought it was some of the some of the more fun acting mm-hmm. without being like huh, here comes the- we're doing a comedy episode exactly yeah. so it didn't have that like overt we're trying to be funny here so yep. it doesn't play scary it doesn't play funny mm-hmm. but it plays really well yeah mm-hmm. it, it's melodramatic yeah but effective melodrama. I would almost say that this is a must watch. I'm I'm going back and forth. Yeah, definitely I was wondering. Definitely recommend. Might be a must watch. I could go along with that. Why don't we just put it in there? All right. Yeah, we. Sure. Have I many. mean, we only. Yeah, we have like two or three must watches. I think this is a must watch because not that it's the world's best episode of television ever, but it's very fun, and I think it's a very good example of what it should be, what Tales should I, be. I agree. And it's a very good, like, that EC Comics sort yeah. of, so... I'm exactly with you. It's a great example of what I like most about this show. Mm-hmm. There's a true twist yep. at the end. It's, although not scary, especially watching it now, the twist when is mentally... Scary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Disturbing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. disturbing. Yep. And it's got, you know, the sort of a twisted lesson. Um, you know, somebody gets their their comeuppance. Tales from the Crypt definitely could have done this episode yeah. t- and pushed it, you know, in yeah. the Tales yeah. from the Crypt yep. way. Yeah. And it would have played really, really well. Yeah. Agreed. So I kind of use that as a benchmark too, where it's yep. like, could this have worked on another anthology horror show? Mm-hmm. Or is it just unique to <laughs> Right. Uh, Tales. And no, I don't think this one is. And I think this one is a must watch. Yeah, must watch. Must watch. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Um, No, I probably wouldn't have ever gotten into uh, watching the show at all. And I'm I'm so pleased that I appeared to have watched one of the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. You did it. It was cool. Eric, uh, if people wanted to get in contact with you, how could they do such a thing? Well, uh, there's always the Twitter. That's uh, Eric Hanky, spelled exactly that is not how it sounds. No. <laughs> no. Actually, it's E-R-I-C-H-A-E-N-K-E. Love it. There you go. You can get in contact with us on Facebook and Instagram at T from the Dark Side and TFTDS Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you love email, that is also T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We are coming up to the transmissionies, uh, which means. Jen. If you have uh, episodes that you would like to nominate for a transmissiony, if you have a category you'd like us to see, if you um, will maybe in the next, uh, I don't know, a couple of episodes, we'll talk about uh, categories. Categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we but we need to start doing the legwork yes, for we it do. over here. Yay. <laughs> um, 
But if you got anything about it now, yeah, shoot us an email or send us a message on Facebook. We would love it. Uh, thanks to all of our new listeners. Uh, feel free to give us a shout. We love it. Uh, the best way for people to find our show is through you. That is the truth. And uh, we are just grateful that you have taken a chance on us. Uh, guys, did I forget anything? Try, try to, to enjoy the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.